three, two. Wait, that was counting. (laughs) You're counting down your intro. (laughs) Okay, we'll just start from here. Okay. Okay. So, so Danny, you're going to let me do the intro? I sure am. All right. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, Welcome back to uh, Six Degrees of MXPX, where we try to figure out why Danny thinks that every band sounds like MXPX. Uh, We should be here a while. Let's look at band to band and find Mississippi. Uh, Oh, are they not on here? Are they not on what? Bandtoband.com. I I'm I don't know what that is. It's a, a website dedicated to showing how bands link to each other. It was started by people in Sacramento, actually. I think. I did not know this. Yeah. Well, this is this is interesting. So this is a, this is a real thing that I invented. This is a real thing. Here, I'm going to send you this right now. Wow, they I haven't been on this website in a long time. Uh, they've improved stuff. So we can actually figure out because we have not yet said that Kississippi so we have jumped into this and there are perhaps people that don't know Mm -hmm. why we bring us up so I have the bee in my bonnet right now because we are (laughs) two weeks hence from the super chunk episode Mm -hmm. to be fair you didn't say that I didn't say it this time which may be a first but I don't disagree I don't, what, how? Okay, super, okay, so we've got Super Chunk. Mm-hmm. So Lush says that Super Chunk sounds like MXPX. You have said that Slater Kenny sounds like MXPX. Uh, <laughs> where else do we? I said the way she was singing at one point sort of reminded me of the way that Mike Carrera sings in MXPX sometimes. Okay, I didn't. I didn't mean to like totally, like come out on the offense here, but um, but it, it just there it is hurt my heart uh, a, a link between MXPX and uh, Metallica, so that's cool. Yeah, yay. <laughs> and Weezer. Oh well, okay. I can kind of see what's the Weezer link. Uh, let's see. Someone from MXPX was in, uh, oh yeah, Mike Herrera was in Goldfinger, or is in Goldfinger, oh, there you go. plays bass. Somebody from Goldfinger also played in the band MD45, oh wait, no, in the band 22 Jacks. And someone from the band 22 Jacks played in Weezer at okay. some point. There you go. So it's basically like like the eleven dudes forty bands. Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Goes all over the yeah. place here. We've got Buck Cherry linked to MXPX. All right, man. You're you're hitting all the right spots. Always a good 
connection, prong. I haven't thought about prong in a minute. Uh, why would you? Oh, everyone's favorite why would mouth. You? Oh, there we go. Interesting. Anyway, bandtoband.com, everybody. Check it out. It's very cool. Yeah, so we, we've established that I know how to, like, kill the beginning of a show. Uh, <laughs> that, sort of like a, let's open with a non sequitur and then wander off and look at the internet. This oh, is, that's, uh, that's okay. That's like 90% of this podcast, I feel like. Welcome to Five Songs. <laughs> we're, um, we're fresh off of uh, the release of a, a rare Dante episode. Yes. How excited were you when you saw with Danny oh, and Dante? I, I believe that I sent you a text that said Happy Dante Day. <laughs> you did, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I have been waiting for this day for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was harken back to the good old days. How did it feel? It was great. It was a couple of weeks ago that we recorded, but always fun to record with Dante uh, feels like the good old days, like you said. Yeah. Now I gotta deal so, with this shit here. <laughs> this shit, this woman, <laughs> this woman. So that, I mean, that's the interesting thing that I noticed. That I mean, I think it's just that you have different dynamics with everybody, but that like there are nowhere near as many dick jokes with anybody else. You I know, record. I know. I don't have that kind of relationship with with other people, apparently. Uh, but you've known Cody. I've you've known, known Co- Cody since since, since you are like we babies. We became friends in, uh, I believe, sophomore year. Which is like peak chick, dick joke time. I know, I know. Uh, we we make j- dick jokes off mic. Okay, maybe it's very genteel of you. So yeah. there are no no dick jokes with Nate. Um, I don't know him well enough yet. I feel like he's made uh, a couple in okay. passing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we're getting there. Hey, Nate, text me a dick joke if you're listening. <laughs> oh, no. What have I started? <laughs> the best text thread uh, ever. I was disappointed in... not. I guess not how much he didn't like the band. I thought he was going to like them as much as I did, the band Pool Kids. So I was a little disappointed with that. And I think I messed up on my playlist a little bit. Um, You had texted me something about him not liking good songs. Was, was, uh, were you a fan of the Pool Kids songs? Because I almost gave you that playlist. Well, I think it's just that Dante doesn't like music. Sure. But, um... Yeah, no, no. I mean, it, it was interesting, and, and it's going to be an interesting juxtaposition with, with um, the band that you have given me today. But I really enjoyed that playlist. Um, it wasn't necessarily something that I would have picked out for myself, but I found mm-hmm. myself like really enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the thing that comes up with me is that I am stuck in a time, mm. and Pool Kids is of a time, mm-hmm. and yeah. that time is contemporary. <laughs> uh <laughs> And I don't do well with contemporary, it seems. So, yeah. But um, no, but it was it was a good. Uh, yeah, this this was um, the return of Dante brought back uh, was the return of of Lindsay's uh, 
of the moment hot takes. Oh, texting yes. you whenever. Yes. Yeah, I love it. So. I get I get them from Matt, too. Oh, by the way, everyone, I should uh, say Matt texted me <laughs> and said he he has not called anyone a millennial because uh, I said in the Super Chunk episode that he called me a, a millennial, which is fine. I am a millennial, but he did not uh, text me that. I don't know where I got that information from, uh, but I remember it so vividly. He's not significantly older than He's me. not. He's not. He's been to so many cool shows, though. Yeah, yeah. I, he's, I'm trying to remember why we were messaging, because um, I don't know him nearly as well as you do, but we were messaging about something. Um, and we were talking. He just, he has, basically, he has these, he has, I want to buy all his records. <laughs> like, I want to buy all of the records. Yes. Do we have any agenda items before we actually get... Uh, uh, I, I had mentioned something on TikTok, so I don't know if you want to talk about that. Um, I'm having trouble remembering what that was. My only agenda item was that dumbass fake intro that I screwed up. But like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, that's the thing that Matt texted you and me about was a, a fanny pack. Yes, he sent us... Um, this is this is this is a thing now, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we have we have third parties uh, texting us fanny packs, and it's really hard for me because I am trying to go through like a bit of a, a belt tightening phase, and so somebody sending me pictures from what seemed to be a really good yard sale. <laughs> what we know from further texts going on is that it was a great yard sale. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it's just like oh my heart I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to yard sale like it was yeah, yeah I'm not going to yard sales I'm not thrifting it's like breaking my heart but uh, I'm trying to remember what we were gonna talk oh yeah we were gonna talk about um, boring old guys reliving their <laughs> youth through a, a museum in a strip mall kind of thing yes was that what the it was? punk rock museum. <laughs> oh, God. I hope it's better than that. Like I, it just what well, I mean. So basically, what it was is I, I, I knew this thing existed. Yeah. But I came across what like fifteen seconds of the inside of the punk rock museum, and mm-hmm. I just felt sad. Was it just me? Eventually, I did start to feel kind of like, ugh, because at first I was like. Because it's funny because I remember scrolling past that video and I was like, ugh, I don't want to watch that. And then you sent it to me. And so I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And at first I was like, oh, cool. They've got like all these old flyers. Like I, I fucking love old flyers. Oh, those are amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah and it, it, at first it was reminding me of when um, they did the Sacramento Punk thing at the, at the library downtown. Yeah. A couple years ago. So it was kind of reminding me of that. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, there's so much history in here. I still think it's weird that it's in Vegas and not like anywhere else. L.A. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, that feels weird to me. But then, I don't know. There was a certain point in the video where I was just like kind of rolling my eyes. It, it started to feel like the Hard Rock Cafe a bit, you know. You know what it was? It was when they showed that last room where you could like sit and jam. Yes, yes. That's 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 when I got real sad. That was because a lot of it, like a lot of it, was just like, okay, this isn't for me. And we've mm-hmm. talked about how I, I feel that way a lot, whether it's true or not. But yeah, um, yeah it just had like 
dad vibes. It, like no no offense intended. No, 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 none taken. Um it had very like old man sitting in his car yelling at his phone making TikToks <laughs> that used to be punk kind of vibes to it. And yeah. uh, honestly though, uh we go to a city near Vegas uh, about annually uh, to visit my uh, grandparents-in-law, Amanda's grandparents. Uh, so we go to Boulder City, and it's like 25 minutes south of Vegas. I did consider, because I knew it was coming, uh, and we went in January, and so I did consider going in January, but it wasn't open yet. I will, I could see myself into like being there eventually, I'm gonna if I end up there, I'll go. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the I think that's the thing is it's just like a. Um, so while we're while we're in, TikTok mode, do you watch Chef Reactions? Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. So the I like chef the reaction. I like the woman that uh, goes. Everybody's so creative. Creative, yeah. I love her. Well, so. Chef Reactions is just this really na- nasal guy who doesn't like anything. Yeah, and, and doesn't always just, have a like an A's cap on or something, like a baseball cap. He's He's got various um, different baseball caps. Yeah. And there's a lot of speculation online as to who he is, where he's from, where he cooks. Oh, and he's okay, like a okay. little... Um, but the thing that he does is he will give a rating at the end. Mm-hmm. And then he'll say, two out of ten, but I'll still eat it. Sure, sure. And I think that that's my take on... Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Two out of ten, but I'll still go there. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably end up going. I'd have to convince Amanda to go, though, so, and that's that's going to be a feat. She doesn't want anything to do with punk rock, so... What? Yeah. It's not all... It's not all the stuff you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> She did. She did go to the Sacramento Punk presentation thing with me, though. So, okay. There's that. That's okay. She she opens me up to uh, pop music and stuff like that. It's a uh, it's it's a constant. uh, I like the things she likes, but she doesn't like the things I like. Situation. I'm having fun doing the the. I don't think I'm done with the banter yet, but it was Kississippi something she got you into? No, I don't know if she likes Kississippi. She she is not unlike Dante, where she has very, very particular taste. So I'll play stuff, and I just kind of always assume she's not going to like it. Because uh, we, had, we had talked, one of the things we could talk about is we saw each other in person. At my show. We did. Yeah. <laughs> um, for like 15 seconds like, and then I disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed for your whole set though. Thank you. I appreciate it. I hope you had a good time inhaling uh, the fake fog. There, there was a lot of it. We use a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it enhance the sound? Uh, it helps with nerves because I can't see the audience most of the time. Although for some reason I couldn't see my pedals, which I, has never been a problem. For like 10 years. This is the 10th year of us being a band. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's one of the sort of things that I do to keep anxiety down at shows is to count pedals on pedal loads. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And to then sort of watch this show and see how many of the pedals actually get actually used. Actually get used, yeah. There's one 
that I almost never use on my pedal board. Yeah, but one is, you know, one is fine. I don't have very many. You know, I want to say you had seven. One, two, three, four, five, seven or eight. I can't remember. I had just rearranged it like the day of the show, which is probably not a good idea, but I did. I feel like your bandmate had maybe a lot. He has a lot more than I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, the reason I brought this up was because okay. you asked at the show, is Amanda going to come back on the pod? And I said, yeah, we've been talking about it. But I said that I don't really give her things because she doesn't like a lot of the music I listen to. And she tends to introduce me to things. So it could go that way. We could maybe do that. Like she could introduce me to something. Like she did with Fiona Apple. Um, oh, she's going to be mad. Tori Amos. <laughs> um, Fiona Apple's good too, though. Yes. I was listening to uh, the last couple of days I've been listening to the Boy Genius album. And I'm curious what she'll think of it because she doesn't like Phoebe Bridgers. And I'm not super big on Phoebe Bridgers. I haven't listened to much, but. I've been kind of like indifferent to it. Hmm. Um, and then I don't think I've really heard either of the other two musicians in that in that group. But I'm really liking the album so far. I get the sense that I would. I haven't listened to many of those artists either. Mm-hmm. It's Phoebe Bridgers. Who are the other? Phoebe folks? Bridgers, Lucy Dracus. I can't remember how to pronounce I've, it. I've not known if that's... Dawkus or Dawkus? Yeah, and Julian Baker. Okay. And there's a reason that I'm asking you about this specifically. Okay. Um, and we, we will revisit it when the time comes. But but let's let's put a little flag on okay. Boy Genius there. For okay. Minute. Does Amanda like or do you like Courtney Barnett? Uh, it, where is she from? Australia. Oh, um, from what I've heard, I have liked... Uh, I she's don't, great. I don't think Amanda's listened to her. Okay, she's she's great. I don't know that I could... The, I She's a person where I've fallen in love with one album, and it would be hard for me to... She has so many good songs, but I would give you like four songs from one album. And yeah, then, okay. yeah, yeah. So, um, which which we know I do. We, I'm, I'm that person. That but, almost um, ended up being the case with, with uh, this group or musician or whatever you want to call it that we're talking about today because i mainly yeah. like one album well she doesn't seem to have a ton she doesn't out yeah. there so so i thought that was fair so should we hop in sure or... so so i think um for some background here something that has happened more than once mm-hmm. is that you've given me a playlist and 20 minutes after you give me the playlist, <laughs> I come back to you and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm out. <laughs> I was... <laughs> Idols, I got. I like, they're, they can be a little cringe. Uh, I, we have not had a conversation about, about that. Uh, Idols, I got. MXPX, still, you asked for it. Um, I did ask for it. <laughs> And this one, I was surprised. I was like, I'm gonna, but, I'm gonna go a different route because, yeah, you weren't super into Iron Sheik either. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go a different route. I'm gonna move away from like punk stuff, go in this other direction. Well, so 
because when I said no to it, you 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 had a you had a backup in mind, so um, a backup listener. Oh um, yeah yeah yeah. But I mean, so was this a band that you were excited to give me, or was this a band that you sort of were going through the Rolodex and and thinking like this is going to be the one she's going to like? Um, it was a band that. 2021 Mood Ring came out. I loved it. It was one of my favorite albums that year. And then I kind of forgot until maybe a week before I sent you the playlist. Uh, I had come across it. I can't remember if it was like on my Apple Music suggestions or... Oh, you know what it was? It was because um, I was scrolling through Instagram and uh, she had her... uh, Mood Ring was... uh, for sale and she had it was on on sale like it was a couple bucks off or something like that and so i was like oh shit and i started listening again i was like god fuck i love this album so much i should uh dive deeper into her first album and so i did and i was like okay i should make a playlist oh i can give a playlist to Lindsay since she hates everything else i give her maybe she'll like this <laughs> well because i um before i do the podcasts i i have i have like a little you know routine that i do I um, I make my notes, I make my tea, um, but then I go and I listen to little bits and pieces of the last few episodes, so I like am up on what everybody else has been talking about oh, and stuff wow. like that. And I, you. so, yeah, I I, I, I work at this. <laughs> you you couldn't you couldn't tell it, <laughs> but uh, I was listening to was it bomb the record industry bomb the music industry. Like? Bombed the music. Good job, Lindsay. Bombed the music. You were close. I mean, you're basically there. Records are music. Um, Records are a format of holding music. (laughs) Uh, So, um, data storage device. Uh, Yeah, thought. So, no, on that, you talked about having bought the Kississippi record. Mm -hmm. So, is that, that is that same time period where you were buying the Kississippi record then? That's when I got the Kississippi record. It's right there. I have a. I sent you a picture of it. That, you did. It, pretty vinyl. And you holding you holding that record that I don't much like is is now uh, the photo for your contact. So it's indeed. It's a. Look at these fun colors I, I got. I, I got this one too. Pink and. It's got. I mean, they're turquoise. I don't know. Hers Collective. Everybody listen to it. It's great. Yeah. So so that was my sort of first question is, is how did this come to be? Mm-hmm. So we have that answer. So I made one set of notes. And the first time I made a set of notes, it was less than a page. <laughs> oh, so like my notes. Um, for yeah i have to say like and this is actually in that half page of notes that like this didn't warrant the cody system and so like apologies oh for, okay, okay apologies to cody for not in- employing the cody system um which is uh, a very nice well laid out uh i use the cody use system a- yes okay so you'll you'll be in a better spot then so but I I then did a second chance listen about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Second chance listen makes it sound a little harsh. I am not the arbiter of anything. But um 
but I do tend to go through moods. And so, sure. you know, like maybe I was just close to it. It just didn't. The next question I have, I guess, question number two is, Danny, do you think I like music? <laughs> you know, I, I, I I'm thought not so. so sure anymore. I, I thought so, but um, it, is it? It's not sad enough. Maybe I don't know anymore. <laughs> well, but it is sort of, you know, because there's. I mean, when we hit the mi- here, I think I think we should. You wanna you wanna just dive right you in. You wanna go on the first song. Uh, dive right in. Uh, Twenty minutes in. <laughs> dive right in. Twenty-seven minutes in. Uh, I thought I thought that uh, giving you something different other than the dumb punk bands I've given you would would uh, would work better, but I guess not. I guess I guess I could never say we're so in tune. What'd you think? It basic. So my note says it sounds like a contemporary pop diva, but without a lot of the parts that appeal to me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: like I have these notes, and I have so many of these notes. But I, before I go back to my well thought out notes here, I had I had like a real shitty work week, mm-hmm. and. As I was sitting, listening, doing one last listen before we recorded the podcast, I was just sort of like laying in bed and I was like, oh, I totally get this now. (laughs) Like, I had been really sort of lamenting this stuff because it was like, okay, I I like this, but there's no place for me to hold on. There's no place for me to grab on. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like I'm sliding across the surface of something. Mm -hmm. Which is not to say that it's surface. It's not to say that it's shallow. Sure, yeah. I just couldn't find a place to hold on. But nearing the end of a week that's just kind of really sucked for me mm-hmm. and just sitting there and having this in my ears with just no other thoughts and like not really working hard at computing anything, I was like, okay, I, I I get this a little more now. Mm -hmm. And I actually feel really shitty saying that because, you know, it's not that it's not complex lyrically or, or, but it just, it just, I, I spent a lot of time like asking myself, like, why, why is this not hitting me? And tonight it kind of hit me, but I, I think that it would only in this very specific instance did it hit me. I didn't like the backing vocals, the cheerleadery type stuff. Oh, I like it. I, I think it's cute. Oh, well. Because it sounds like little kids to me. Oh, to me it sounds like true. Like yes. <laughs> so, um, but it is very like, um, sort of that very slowed down, we're so in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the note I have is not the nicest note. It says, is what she's in tune with at a van. Uh, Ativan always makes me think of what's the Ted Leo, Ted Leo lyric 
Ad, Ativan, oh, or Ativan from Eyes or something. Ativan Eyes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a good song. Yes, it is. But yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the sort of thing. Is I, the other note I have is it sort of made me feel like I'm on an airport luggage conveyor belt. Uh-huh. Like everything's moving, but it just kind of keeps coming back around, and there's no sure. Like, yeah, and so it's all this sort of like hovering with nothing to hold on to mm-hmm. and that was just me sort of diving into like what didn't work for me like tell me what works for you in this kind way. of going back to what you were saying about like having a really shitty week like I've been having a lot of shitty weeks lately and I've like so much so that I've like signed up to go back to therapy and stuff um oh. no I'm I'm, I'm very happy about it because uh, I need it um but it's shit like this, Kississippi, and uh, like all the other pop music I listen to, that even if it's sad lyrics, like Paramore, uh, even if the lyrics are sad or, you know, about a breakup or something, I just, it puts me in such a good mood. And that's something I for, kind of forgot about. Like I said, like I, I, I loved the album in 2021 when it came out. I don't even remember how I came across it it I honestly have no idea but it's just music that uh makes me feel so happy and stuff it, it gives me the feeling like the warm feeling of um I think I said this on the bomb music music industry episode as well um just that feeling of like driving around with the music blasting and your windows down like that kind of just joyful feeling and it kind of this this band especially the album Mood Ring, just kind of fills me with that. And so, yeah, there's there's something about it that's just fun. It makes me, like, shake my shoulders and want to dance around or something. I, I get what you're saying, though, is, like, it kind of, especially until the bridge, like, I, I really like the bridge part, but it kind of just does the same thing, verse, chorus, verse, chorus kind of kind of deal. So it is, it is kind of that, like, circular method of songwriting. But that um, that should be, you know, that should not be, not to talk over you, but, like, that shouldn't be a deterrent for me. I mean, how many times do I come to you with, like, out-and-out power pop? Like, I, it's, it's hard to, like, really a lot of times put your finger on, like, music that you don't like and why you don't like it. Like, I always bring up Pink, for example, because I've never liked Pink. My mom likes her. Uh, and... Just recently, my mom was like, oh, Pink's coming to town. I want to go. And I was like, ugh. But it, the bones of, of Pink, like the song she makes, are similar to the bones of like a Kississippi song or a, a more complex MXPX song. <laughs> uh, there we go. You know, the bones are all who, there. Who it's just money the presentation of it. And if I don't like the presentation of it, you know, the way she sings or the specific uh, lyrical presentation, subject matter or something like that. I'm not going to grasp onto it. And maybe someday there's going to be a pink song that comes out that like finally I can sink my fingers into or whatever. And I think having a shitty week with Kississippi, like having a shitty week at work and just needing something that's a little bit light I think that's when you need this type of music. Like you could, you could go the angry route, put on your 
Nation of Ulysses album again or something like that. But I don't know. Music like this just makes me, it just changes my mood. It turns my mood around. And I mean, I, I think that's why I have, I have wondered for a long time when we were going to reach a very special episode of Five Songs or Less. <laughs> and we're, we're sort of getting there because we're, we're talking very sort of bluntly about depression and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from what you've said, you know, the, the people that tend to listen to this are, you know, friends of yours who, who are likely in the know about things like this mm-hmm. but that's why we do this right i mean that's that's what this is that's why we listen to music at all mm-hmm. is because it's been there for us when yeah. sometimes nothing else has you know absolutely absolutely eric was talking about on the kid cuddy episode how uh he used you know it's a cliche phrase or whatever but he's like kid cuddy saved my life at one point like i was you know very down oh, yeah. to the point of you know, having some some not great thoughts and Kid Cudi, along with some friends and stuff like that, really kind of brought him out of that. Um, I'm I'm very very open about mental health. I don't like that there's such a stigma uh, against it. Uh, I've gone to therapy almost my entire life, so I'm very open to talking about it. I think it's it's good to talk about, and these are the kind of things. Happier music like this when I'm like super pissed off because of work or like uh, we had a fucking, we have this cat, we have multiple cats that come up in our backyard and like this cat came over and it was really cute. And I was like, oh, hey cat. And it went over and pissed on our uh, our patio furniture out, out back. Aww. And I was, it was like from then on, it was just like this downward spiral of getting like super pissed off. And this is the kind of stuff I turn to to like get out of that is like either going to sleep <laughs> or uh, putting on something like like this or uh, Iron Sheik really gets me out of it. I know you didn't really care for them, but like his lyrics can really kind of get me out of out of shit. Um, or if I want to fucking start crying or something, I'll listen to that man Spanish love songs. Um, I talked about a lot of mental health type stuff on that episode because they they fucking uh, get me going. I should get back to that then because I, I I am perhaps overly um, interested in mental health mm-hmm. and mental health issues and especially uh, music, creativity, all of it and how it all feeds in together because it's like so... Man, I could I could go on for hours, but that's not what we're here for, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think that's really that that sounds that sounds condescending to say that's really great. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I know what you mean. I, yeah, yeah. I I'm trying to think if I have like an analog. Um, I mean, it's. Fuck, it's Ted Leo, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, and I'll listen to Ted Leo when I'm angry, and I'll be angry with Ted Leo. That, I'll um, to, uh, what was the Chisel album I was listening to, I told you the other day? Oh, Set You Free. That's going to be on yeah, the list now of I Need to Get Out of a Funk. It. I'm going to put on Set You Free. So tell me, can we can we do a little chisel detour? Sure, sure. I only listened uh, 
to maybe half the album that day, but I fucking loved it. Uh, and there were horns on one song, and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> and there was like a cool organ sound at one point. I think. I don't. I haven't. Yeah, so I haven't given it a, enough of a, excuse me enough of a dive to really get into it yet. I just remember really enjoying it. it. There's a lot of different things going on there. And the, I mean, like the stuff I love, I mean, like it's got the OTS, OTS on there. We mm-hmm. talked about the OTS quite a bit. Um, did you get to an Amateur Thief? Yes. I that yes. I think that was one of yeah. the last tracks that came up. It is. Yeah. Um, and there's just, I mean, the whole thing's a good album. And of course, like I'm, I'm like going to like my poppier favorites, but it's, it's so good. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad you I'm so glad you get yeah, it now. Yeah, so because uh, <laughs> you liked that playlist. But, I did. I know. liked the playlist, and I don't know. Uh, I just needed to really, really dig in to to get them. I guess. Um. But yeah. So let's go back to Kiss. I do have a couple timestamps. I love every chorus that she writes. Um. I think she writes the hell out of a chorus. Uh. So at one forty-eight, we will listen to. That and I like the kind of transition into it as well. So I'm going to start it just a second earlier. I won't make you listen to the the rest of the we're so in tunes. I think one of the things that I really like about it is it's, I think when I, when I first heard it, I wasn't expecting it to be so like synth pop, like all the electronics, all the synths, uh, just all the like drum beat drums, E drums or whatever. I, I just eat that shit up so much and it's presented in a very like, I don't want to say like a lo-fi way, but a very like indie way. Yeah. You know? And and I think that's sort of how I heard it is sort of like a, the indie version of Diva. One of the things that was strange, though, is that one of the descriptions that I got looking it up actually said folk. And nowhere in this playlist did I hear any folk. Not even in the beginning. Like, because the beginning, her first EP is more guitar based, but I would not consider it folk at all. It, Yeah. Weird. But, um, okay, so you've got uh, more. Yeah, I've got now. one more, uh, just the little breakdown part. Really great uh, mix of real drums and electronic drums. Everything is surreal, directionless, behind the wheel, dialed into a field to hear something that's echoing that sounds like playing the same song like I'm playing kind of a stripped down version of the chorus for a second but yeah 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 I really like that it does change up the the kind of pace of the rest of the song I really like that it kind of goes down to the bare like I think there's just like a synth pad and then the pretty sparse drums um, and there's a little bit of mixture of the real drums and the and the drum machine or whatever. Yeah, I think it's cool. Do you want to go on to our next song then? Let's do it. I'm interested to see how you lead into this one. Uh, the next song is called Mirror Kisser. 
<laughs> I'm uh, only sometimes okay at doing those fun intros. So yeah, this is off her second album, or her first album, excuse me, which I hadn't spent a ton of time with before, like refinding the album, listening, and then listening a lot to make the playlist. And I think the thing that struck me about this, the first album compared to the newer one is it's less pop. It's more on the kind of lo-fi indie rock. She sings a little bit different and stuff. I've come around on it. Um, that happens pretty often where I need to come back and revisit. I mean, it happened with Chisel so many years later. <laughs> but yeah, where I need to like come back when I'm, I know what I'm getting into and I know what I'm expecting. But anyway, what did you think of this one? So I have that I, I wrote down that I like this intro better, mm. but I'm not sure why I don't really, really like it. Mm-hmm. The next note says, what's a hip young person store in the mall? I could hear this playing. There. Sure, sure. So what is, because I was thinking. Urban Outfitters. This is Urban Outfitters music. There you go. Yeah. Did you know that they give their money to, to um, unsavory places? I had heard something about that. Yeah. 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 Let's hope they're not playing Kississippi. By the way, mm-hmm. do we still... I think you and I, as, as non or minimal drinkers here, what's what's the beer we have to start buying now? What's what's the beer? Oh, the one that Kid everyone's mad at? Coors Light. Yeah. Or no, Bud Light. Yeah. Bud Light and everyone's switching to Coors Light, even though Coors has done so many LGBTQ ad campaigns. Yeah. So fucking So dumb. it's... This country, man. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, I, I feel bad for not liking this, but it just didn't hit me. Yeah. When you were talking during the last song or whatever about, you know, your, your week and then it kind of hit you today... Um, or it, it, you were able to grab onto it or whatever today. Was it the last song in particular, or was it like the playlist? No, as a it started. Whole? It started with the first song, and then I was just sort of like laying there. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I had the dogs with me, and I was oh. just kind of like digesting my dinner, just kind of laying there because I, you know, like I don't know. It just, it was just, and I got. There's still a work there's still a work week day left there is i know hey there uh so editing danny here Lindsay and i went on a long tangent about thai restaurants and healthcare providers so anyway let's listen to a timestamp.
that the chorus switches to that like slower sounding halftime kind of beat to it. It's got a nice blend of like a lot of stuff going on. Really, really crashy um, beat going on. I really like it. And then at the end when it does a little picking, sounds very like my brand of emo. <laughs> See, and I think that's the thing is as I'm sitting here listening to it with you, I'm sort of like, okay, I think it's just the presentation. And we'll get into this a little mm. bit more with the next song. Okay. But it's just because it is does have that sort of glossy poppy sheen. Mm. It's not because it's got this sort of diva thing. And and so that that's all playing into like my own biases. Because why would a why wouldn't she be allowed to perform music this way without being like as you know, like Taylor Swift style mm-hmm. big arena show kind of band. Yeah, you know? kind of the She's allowed to be the small version of that. Yeah. Or she's just allowed to be who she is, not big or small. Yeah, just yeah. who she is. Yeah. And so like it's I couldn't, it it would be wrong for me to say that I'm gatekeepy of how she could perform. I think it's just sort of, I am so suspicious of that style. Yeah, yeah. I I know that feeling and that sentiment. That is something, so like I've, I've talked a lot about how Amanda doesn't like most of the music I listen to, but I like most of the music she listens to. She's really broken that down for me um i all my music snobbiness i blame completely on punk rock and hardcore it it just made me so gatekeepy and snobby and it's it's taken quite a while but like i've i've started to move away from that and just like somebody had posted uh on facebook today just randomly said like hey you all like music and I wanted hmm. to reply and just say, yeah, almost all of it. Because <laughs> I kind of like almost all music at this point, except for Luke Combs <laughs> and Caius <laughs> uh, so far on this podcast. But I know I know what you're talking about, though. Like, it is hard to kind of get past that gloss, I guess, in a way. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. No. So fun little, um, fun little side note that I have told you that uh, we do this when we do this on FaceTime. I put the phone up against a box of seven inches, oh, yeah. and the seven inch at the front of the box gloss. Oh, I was living outside society's shit. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna pl- tie I'm gonna it all together. Plug hers collective again. Hers collective. <laughs> Members of Gloss, everybody listen. <laughs> okay, well, this I, I like that song. I, I totally get what you're saying. It's pretty it's pretty fun to like pick up records from around your room. God.
I like it, it was in my head. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be the best transition. <sighs> okay, so I like this better. <gasps> Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. This is a country song. Sure. Yeah, I mean, like, listen to it, envision it as a country song. I want it to be mm-hmm. a country song, but I'll let it be what it is. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have any timestamps. Okay. Like, pick whatever timestamps you I want. I have some. But, but, like, yeah, so pick some timestamps, but also listen to them through the frame of yeah, the yeah, yeah. country. Let's give it, uh, I think I've, I've uh, heard enough good country to really, uh, to make a case for that, for sure. My first note doesn't have a timestamp. It just says, God, I love the synths on this. And we'll see if that, uh, that's kind of at the intro when I wrote that. And I'm not going to play the intro again. I'm going to go to 41 seconds. I really, really love her vocal presentation on this entire song. Just the way she puts out those words is really fucking great. I love it. I just, so I'm I'm right though, right? Yeah, yeah, song. totally. It's it's got the flow, like it's got that um, the country music flow. Oh fuck, I gotta text Nate about this because he likes Kississippi. Um, Nate, the song "Around Your Room" by Kississippi could be a country song. Also, send a dick joke. Uh, this is to Nate and Cody, though, so... Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so you should just tell <laughs> Nate to back-channel you a dick Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Nate, get out of this chat. Send me a dick joke. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I, lo- I love the, like, flow of that whole part. And the, the girls just want to have fun, like the Cindy remake. Mm, mm. I think it's great. Yes, it sounds like it could be a country song. And then right after that, I just wrote this rules. I can't remember why, but I love it. That's got that like Carly Rae, Taylor Swift kind of like pop feel mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Uh, the way like her, the way she sings a little bit and everything, it, it's it's got that feel to it, which I dig. I think just kind of that little breakdown part, just kind of a. Uh, stripped down version a little bit but anyway i really like this song i think this is my favorite on the album there's another song that was on here on the album called big dipper uh, that's really good as well um but the chorus to big dipper and mirror kisser are so so similar (laughs) so i I cut Mm -hmm. big dipper 
Anyway, I'm glad you like this one more. Yeah. It's good. I did. I did. It's a fun song. I could, I probably wouldn't pick it out on my own, but I would listen to it on a mix. Mm, yeah. So once we finish the playlist, I have a couple notes like related to playlists. Oh, okay. But yeah, we'll, we'll go back to that. Well, uh, yeah, hopefully this uh, you liking the song kind of continues. Hey, you know what the next song is called? What's it called? It's called Twin Flame. sort of second vocal I have a note that said this could also be a better country song but I'm still bored like and I feel bad like I don't want to be like a mean person it was like I when I was setting up my audio for you know I try to do an audio test before we start to make sure my mic is okay um, and everything's recording properly and I was actually literally singing and played it back and went oh my god Um, so you know there are people monumentally more talented than I am. And so for me to say something like, oh, they're boring, like just feels <laughs> shitty. But but that's, I mean, if we're speaking plainly, I just wasn't mm-hmm. digging it. Man. Man. Well, I'm going to play some fucking timestamps. And you do that. maybe you'll get it now. Another great chorus. You got lots of- It's a good chorus. Um, what do I want to play next? I'm going to go to this part because this is something that like a lot of these words I didn't really know. Like I've never read the lyrics until taking notes. And this part really stuck out to me and I really like it. At uh, 114. that sentiment just because it kind of went along with a lot of the stuff that's been bothering me lately is like repeating I was telling Amanda the other day I wish I could just like stop thinking about the same thing over and over and over and over and over that's the worst you know and the line anywhere is better than where you are now is kind of a classic sentiment you know anywhere but here or whatever but it's still true, and I love the the presentation of it and everything. So yeah, those lines kind of really stuck out to me, especially with what I've been dealing with lately and stuff. And then one more timestamp. It's got a little bit another little breakdown part right after that, pretty much. 
I like the feel of it. I like the reach out to a friend kind of yeah. thing about it. And the drum fill back into the last chorus is really nice. If you feel It's like you can call me and I'll call you back <laughs> eventually. It's kind of an odd thing, but I don't know. I really like it. Uh, I like the that first like snare hit when it comes back in is very like snappy and cool. I get that though. I get that comfort of. I mean, like you're sort of laughing, but it is just like there is a, a such a weird. It's not a weird, but there's such a comfort to knowing that someone will get back to you when yeah, they can. Yeah. Like that there's no anxiety around it. It's like the phone's going to ring and they're going to be there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, but that they're doing their own thing too. Like, so it's, it doesn't have that strange codependent urgency to it. <laughs> yeah, oh. that makes sense. Yeah, but which is like really comforting. Like when you break those cycles, it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still learning how to do that. <laughs> well, I'm bummed you didn't like that one. Um, but hey, let's both uh, keep going to therapy and eventually we'll, we'll both be easier to love. as we are now that's goddamn right damn right all right i only have one time stamp on this song this song is a nice for me is a nice slow build kind of like a um like a good post rock song or something where it's got this long slow mm-hmm. build and then eventually gets really big and i i appreciate that so that's my only time stamp is is when it gets bigger um mm-hmm. but first how much did you hate this song Notes say, after several listens, I like it better than I did originally, but still not much. Hmm. Uh, the Ativan is wearing off slightly. <laughs> wearing off a little bit? Hmm. Okay, okay. This one is a slow burn. Like, I really noticed that today when I was taking notes. I was like, oh man, this one kind of doesn't do anything for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, which which I don't, I don't mind, but I got to... Th- I got to think about that for a Lindsay playlist uh, because Lindsay doesn't like a long, like kind of slow build intro kind of thing. I don't think. No, that's 100% true. Okay. Okay. State your purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Her, Her purpose on this song is right here. of it is freaking great for me um i think the thing uh, going back to like the electronics that they use 
It's like they took the the cheap electronics that a lot of bands were using in the in the late nineties aughts, like all those Casio tones and stuff, and they took them and they made them into shiny pop music. And I don't know, there's something that I I really love about that because I I I love synthesizers, but I'm also very particular about them like i i saw a tiktok recently and it was like this guy talking about like five electronic songs that he likes and it was just like this very like thumping dance music or like the person that opened for depeche mode when we saw depeche mode is like this like mm, 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 kind of thing and it's just not the electronic music i like but when it comes to this kind of stuff when it when it sounds like almost a toy keyboard at times, that's the kind of shit that I like really gravitate toward. No, I mean, I, I definitely see why you like it. And like I said, I found sort of the perfect moment to listen mm-hmm. just moments before we started recording. But I, I think overall it's, it's not something I'll be listening to again. Mm-hmm. But so here's the interesting thing is you're an Apple music user, right? Mm-hmm. When you end a playlist, what does Apple Music do? Like when you've run through your five songs, what does Apple Starts to play do? with Stover. I don't like that infinity thing that just keeps playing random things. So Tidal does that, but it generates one very specific playlist that like it just gives you. It's like, here's, here's 50 other songs you're going to love. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, everything it gave me based on Kississippi, mm-hmm. I loved. And some, like, there were very few bands that I'm already listening to, but um, the very first song was by a band called, I don't know if it's called Tankard or Tancred, T-A-N-C-R-E-D. Mm. Um, so- Soccer Mommy, Hop Along, Lucy Dacus, oh, which okay. is why we're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. Boy Genius, Camp Cope. Sure. Uh, the Beths, Cutworms, oh, Jeff Rose, Jeff Rosenstock. Ooh, I like him. Don't know why. Courtney, I know you do. <laughs> uh, Courtney Barnett. Uh-huh. Uh, so here's the thing, actually, is I would like you to pull up a song by Carolyn Rose called Cry. Okay. Caroline Rose. Uh, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E? Yes. The way you're supposed to pronounce Caroline. Um, and what was it called again, this, this one? Cry, C-R-Y. Cry. Oh, I was going to listen to this. Not this song, but so you sh- but I saw uh, a TikTok. <laughs> I keep talking about TikTok. I saw a TikTok about um, her, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So, look. Well, cause I know nothing about her. All I know is that this is a song that was like of everything on this. This sounded the most like Kississippi vibes to me. And I was like, I wish Danny had given me this oh, band. Oh, okay. So let's see if we can listen to Cry for a second okay. here. Spring 
turn it down. We keep listening. Um, yeah. You know what it's this has like that Mississippi really doesn't? Interested. Oh, sorry. That, that's a good part, though. What this has that Kississippi doesn't is this feels like uh, an evolution of dance punk. Okay. When it first started, I was like, oh, this could be like some sort of chick, 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 LCD sound system, vein kind of thing. And see, that's interesting because the bass. It's the bass because that is sort of like one I bailed, right? So I was, was it a book or a movie or something? But somebody, it was something that sort of was like tracing the evolution of dance punk like through the 70s, mm. you know, like ESG, the whole thing. And then into that point where like I just dipped, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in the early aughts where I was just like, okay, this is, this is, I'm going to leave my friend at Lipstick and go <laughs> read my library books or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that... So maybe that's what's missing. Maybe, maybe, maybe I just didn't find Kississippi danceable. Sure. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe her bass needs some work. I, I don't know. But that Carolyn, Carol. So I have a friend who my middle name is Caroline. Hmm. I have a friend who spells her name the same way. And the name's Carolyn. Hmm. Um, yes. Depends on who so, you ask, I guess. Yes, and so I've spent the last 25 years adjusting her name in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's rad, and I love her dearly. Uh, So anyway, that that Caroline Rose song is like, great. I love that. Yeah. So so what I will say is thank you for introducing me to Kississippi, because it introduced me to Caroline Rose. Do what I can. Do what I can. Yes. Kississippi is definitely more chill vibes i guess because that's definitely like dancing i want to have fun and this is because it's just it's just a different vibe but i get why they why the algorithm would put them together you know and if the algorithm knows that i'm looking for something a little more dancey and a little more poppy then that's what it's going to do yeah because yeah. i mean there's no real reason that courtney barnett would end up on a kississippi playlist or jeff rosenstock Jeff Rosenstock was a real outlier. I have not listened to any Jeff Rosenstock-related material since I've had Tidal. Hmm. Um, so Interesting. Unless it's, yeah. I mean, when I had Spotify, I did. But mm-hmm. um, I switched to Tidal because, theoretically, there's more money that goes to the artists, but I don't know quite how true that is. That's, that's the... I think it is true. I don't, I, it's still not a lot, but it is more than Spotify. Uh, it's like Spotify at the bottom, Apple Music, a couple other things, and then Tidal, I think is kind of the, the way it goes. Tidal's at the top of the yeah. list, though. Do you, would you like to give Kississippi a rating? Oh, man. You've got to. Um, I don't got to do that. <laughs> Earlier this week, it would have been a 2.8. Okay. Based on the listen right before I started the podcast, let's go with a 3.3. Okay. 3.3. I like it. 
Hold on, my dad just texted me. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> he wants. He needs me to pick up some stuff for him at Lowe's because Lassa is staying over the night at their house tonight. So I was like, okay, my dad's texting me. Oh, What's okay. going on? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, he doesn't have her like working all hours. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's small. She can fit through those little cracks where, like, like <laughs> exactly. She could fit on. She. He was just saying how he can't get under the house anymore because he's getting older, and so now he's got Lassa down there probably. <laughs> no. Apparently, there's mushrooms growing under their house, um, so maybe she's down there picking them. Sampling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so when your child comes back and says she's had a religious experience <laughs> and that she now knows God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a whole new loss on our hands. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I think that's a fair rating. Let's see if whatever I give you next is something that you actually enjoy. I'm excited to see this. I know we're going we're gonna to hit it one we're day. We're going to get there someday. Um, thanks for coming back, Lindsay. You will be back again pretty soon uh, with Cody. Oh, yeah. we got a lot mm-hmm, of stuff coming mm-hmm. up. And... Oh, yeah, you gave... Oh, yeah, and we have another playlist with Cody that you gave the two of us, so... And I think there's even a third Shit. floating out there, there that I can't remember. Yeah, we have to have, like, an organizational Gosh. meeting at yeah. some point. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, despite what Lindsay says, everyone should go listen to Kisses Hippie, especially the album Mood Ring. It's going to make you, make you happy. Yeah, don't mind me. <laughs> uh, bye-bye, everybody. Thank you.